Assalamu alaikum guys. Inshallah you're all well and are healthy and in the best of Iman. So today I am back with another episode. Yes, guys, I stayed consistent for three weeks now. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Um, I have a lovely guest on today. I'm actually very, very excited about this topic. Even though it's going to be a hard topic to speak about, I am so happy that we're creating spaces for these topics to be spoken about because they truly are needed. And I definitely think that more awareness needs to be raised around these topics. So without further ado, guests, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Assalamu alaikum. First of all, I feel very honoured to be at your podcast. Oh no, we are honoured to have you on, honestly. Jazakallah <laughs> khairan. Um, first of all, as you've already mentioned, um, I don't know if you've already mentioned, but um, I'm known as Modest Mama on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I am married. I'm a mother of one beautiful daughter who's three oh, years okay. old. Alhamdulillah, Allah mabarik. Um, I'm also a graduate in comparative literature and German. Um, little Ooh, fact about mabarik. me. Wow. Yep. Ooh, through <laughs> I that that. <laughs> I think a lot of people didn't know that actually. Um, well, they're gonna yeah, know so, now. Literally. So subhanAllah, I actually little fact about me as well, actually. Um I was born in Germany, lived there for 13 years. Oh, wow. And yeah, and I know fluent German, so that's just Ooh, throwing a little Okay, you're gonna okay, throw us a little bit of German, go on. Throw us a little uh, bit of German before we start. What what do you want me to say? Whatever you want. <laughs> go for it. Oh my goodness, my German hasn't been that great, but um, <laughs> Vielen Dank, dass du mich hier in deiner Podcast eingeladen hast. Oh my God, wow. Okay, so what did you say? All I got was podcast. I just said, thank you so much for having me at your podcast. Any Germans listening, please do not correct me because it's not that perfect. Watch them come for you. Watch them come for you. Yes, literally. Wow. Allah mabarak. Okay, well, that's a cool trick. I don't have any tricks up my sleeve, unfortunately. So, okay, so today's topic is actually going to be about miscarriages. So, um, obviously, as women and as human beings, we all are aware that this is something that happens. However, um, I only, well, we've had a lot of miscarriages in my family from very close family members. So it has been not something that's sort of been in the back of uh, my mind or, you know, has been there in, in our family history. Alhamdulillah, I haven't experienced them myself. Alhamdulillah. However, um, I think when I when I uh, came across your your posts, um, honestly, I was so moved and so touched, and I just thought instantly, "Oh my God, we need to speak about this. This needs to be spoken about more. We need to hear more about Definitely. this because as somebody who's never been through it, mm. um, it's so." eye-opening to understand how I mean when you were posting the stories of you know the women Mm. who have gone through miscarriages Mm. and their their stories and experiences I was just shocked at how how bad and how I couldn't I I, I don't even have words for it subhanAllah and then I also did the same on my my page and I started to get women message me and I was just in absolute subhanAllah tears because I was like how are women going through this nearly every day and we're mm. not making a big deal out of it how are yeah. we constantly telling women to get over it move on yeah you didn't yeah. even meet the baby oh the baby wasn't yeah. even formed yet it's yeah. ridiculous to me and I've always had yeah. this um this oh I, I don't I, I don't want to say passion but frustration when yeah I've heard people in the past even when I was just getting married I remember people saying you know oh it's not about other women who are miscarried it's not a big deal she got over it she'll have more children mm-hmm. or she, it was mm-hmm. only two weeks mm-hmm. in or three weeks in what's mm-hmm. the big deal mm-hmm. and even mm-hmm. then like as much as I wasn't educated on the topic it infuriated mm-hmm. me because mm-hmm. I thought how dare you that woman mm-hmm. has just lost 
mm. a life. Mm. And bear in mind that the woman has, and the, the father as well, the parents have probably built all these hopes and dreams around yes. this child. Yes. And here you are belittling their the, the, the hurt and their loss because yep. you yep. don't think it's worth it. Yes, yes, definitely. It's oh, so walk. forgive me if I get very, very... No, no, I'm actually very pleased. I'm, I'm really annoyed no, with people no, no, when they like this. Because, especially when it comes from women. Oh my yes. God, I'm so yes. disappointed when it comes yes. from women. And yes. women who have been through it themselves. Because yes. I've, yes. I've known women who have gone through it and have said, yes. well, I've gone through it. So what, yes. every woman goes through it. It's not a big deal. Yes, yes. You know what it is? Because oh, they, have been taught, they, have, they have been taught to devalue their own emotions and they have mm. been taught to not you know, understand what grieving is. They're, to- mm-hmm. they're told to behave in that manner and they think it's okay for other people to do the same. Mm-hmm. And that's where we sort of come in and we say, no, it is not okay. Exactly. These feelings are meant to be felt and you can't come in and just tell people how to feel things. And exactly. subhanAllah, you know, the thing is, I'm actually very proud of you for you. You know, the fact that you haven't gone through it does not mean that you can't speak for it. You Definitely can't speak not. up for I'm it. I'm a woman you and know? I You're know You're a woman. That, exactly. exactly. I'm a woman and I, not that obviously I can't, like I said, I can't 100% relate to what you're feeling yeah. because I haven't yeah. gone through it or to the women yeah. who have lost. However, yeah. I am a mother. You are a yeah. mother. Regardless yes. if your child is alive or not, we are mothers. Yes. yes. And I know the that gut-wrenching feeling when the idea of me losing a child feels like i know what that feels like so i can relate to some extent however i haven't felt that pain but as a woman it breaks my heart you know to hear these stories and to hear that women aren't getting that support that they need and definitely you know the thing is a lot of women a lot of women just you know silently just brush off i've had so many Mm. sisters dming me and saying you know sis thank you so much for voicing what i was afraid to voice myself and thank you so much for you know raising awareness about this topic because there's there's so many sisters who are just suffering in silence because you know what it's just simply a stigmatized subject people do not want to talk about it Mm. and subhanallah like you know, if we don't talk about it, then who is? Like, who mm-hmm. will support those sisters who are suffering in silence? You know, they're going through depression, anxiety, and all those issues simply because of going through trauma. You know, how Definitely, is feeling emotions, you know, subhanAllah, like feeling emotions. You know, this is part of our deen. Like, for us mm-hmm. to feel emotions, for us to cry, this is what makes us human. Exactly, definitely. Someone, you know, devalidate their emotions and say, no, just get over it and move on as if nothing happened. You've got weak iman, you know, why are you crying? Like, the ways your iman should have faith in Allah, subhanAllah, those things really (laughs) get to me, subhanAllah. Of course, of course. You know, all we can say is, may Allah guide those people who think it's appropriate for those words to come out of their mouth. Because at the end of the day, one, who are you to judge somebody's iman? Exactly. exactly. Unless Unless they're doing wrong and sinning then fine you have every right to advise the person however if the person is grieving allow them to grieve correctly meaning you know in islam obviously we are told not to wail not to harm ourselves fine that's not a problem but when muhammad lost his children uh, and when he lost his his wife and his uncle did he not cry of course he did um that that year was known as the year of hazan the year of sadness Mm -hmm. and sorrow subhanallah so how are you telling me that we're not allowed to grieve in islam of course we are as long as it's done correctly we're not harming ourselves we're not harming others yes Um, definitely and another thing is like i think you know everybody grieves and deals with things differently so if somebody chooses to you know pick themselves up and move on straight away after they've experienced that then that's their that's their 
that's their, their way of that's coping, their, isn't Yeah, that's it? their deal. That's their issue. That's yes. their, their situation. Yes. Don't yes. then go and force it on to other people. Exactly. And, and, and you know, brainwash them into thinking that how they're feeling is wrong. No, yes. I'm sorry. That yes. If you want to deal with it that way, you deal with it yes. that way. But let other yes. people deal with things how they deal how with it How they best. want to do things. Exactly. Definitely. 100%. Um, and then another point is... Oh man, I can just already feel myself getting you so know, worked. Go <laughs> ahead, sis. I haven't sis, even you know, gone through it. <laughs> you know, I think I feel like this is going to be a long podcast because this I is think, something you know that what? I needed to be we're said. We're going to need a part two. I definitely yes. think we'll probably need yes. a part two just so to get to the juicy part where we tell people how to actually what yeah, the best definitely. way is to actually you know react to these situations. Definitely. So what I was going to say was, you know, when mm-hmm. it comes to depression. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I have suffered with and suffer with myself, anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so. um, uh, I think that, you know, people, if you think about it, people become depressed over, you know, losing a job, gaining weight, yeah. losing yeah. a partner. So how yeah. can you then like, you know, not, not losing as in a partner that passes, but losing as in yeah. breaking up with a partner and divorcing, yeah. whatever. Et yeah, 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 yeah. How yeah. can we then go say, oh, why are you so depressed? You didn't even know. Are mm-hmm. you kidding me? People, people get depressed over losing a job. People get depressed over gaining weight. People get yes. depressed over losing, yes. uh, you know, yes. breaking up with an ex-partner. And you're yes. telling me that losing a child isn't a good enough no, Re- be depressed. Yes, no. This is just unfortunately oh. how some so people like to. This just... podcast, inshallah, well, this specific episode, I'm really hoping it will educate the people who are ignorant enough inshallah. to make the women who will go through these things feel like yes. they are crazy or they're dramatic or they're over exaggerating. Yes. I really yes. hope this podcast will open up everybody's eyes, men and women, if we do have inshallah. men that are listening. Inshallah. Because at the end of the day, if you don't go through it, you have a sister who may go through it. You yes. have a mother who may go through it. You yes. have an aunt who may go through it. You have a daughter yes. who may go through it. You have yes. a wife who may go through it. Yes. Um, yes. Exactly. So it's something that we have to educate ourselves on because one way or another, we're going to know somebody who's going through it or has gone yeah. through it. And yeah, it's definitely. best for us as you know, Muslims to, to educate mm. ourselves on these topics. So we know how to help each other and be yes. there for each other and stand by the people who need us. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, do forgive me to the listeners if I come across as, you know, a little bit angry or a little bit worked up. It's just because this topic is such a sensitive topic. And like yeah. I said, I have had family members who have, uh, who have issues with infertility as well as issues with, you know, miscarriages. My, my oldest auntie, she is very, very close to me, like a mother. She mm-hmm. miscarried 10 children. Now, can you imagine every time she'd get pregnant, she'd miscarry a child. And Allahu Alam, that was then she carried 10. So if I, I don't know however many she's carried, miscarried since then, because I remember being very young when I knew that, yeah. that number. Yeah. And I know that, you know, she's such a happy, beautiful woman, but you can always tell that there's pain. You no, can definitely. It. You can just, definitely. when you. Uh, you can see that pain and you can yeah. see how badly she wants to be a mother oh, and how badly she nurtures everyone around her. Subhanallah. So for me, Subhanallah. it does make me upset because I know mm. people who have gone through it and it's absolutely broken them. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, Definitely. So with that said, um, if you feel comfortable enough, Zahra, would you mm-hmm. like to speak about your own experience? Obviously you don't have to, if you don't want to, and you mm-hmm. can also leave out details if it's too painful for you to speak about. However, yeah. I think that it would be very beneficial because yeah. the only reason why is, um, gosh, I'm so nervous. Like I'm literally shaking. You can hear it in my voice, subhanAllah. <laughs> so no, the only reason why fine. is because um, 
I obviously, like I said, I, I, I known about miscarriage or something that I sort of had some awareness of, but when I was mm-hmm. reading through your story and the stories mm-hmm. of the women that you posted on your Instagram mm-hmm. story, mm-hmm. it opened my eyes to a whole nother level of how yeah. difficult it is. Because yeah. when you think of miscarriage, you only really think of, you know, the movies, oh, I'm bleeding. Oh, okay. I'm gonna and that's it. That's, and that's it. Just that's, a period. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all yeah, I was yeah. thinking of when I'm thinking yeah. of miscarriage. Yeah. Obviously you think of, you know, the, the, the pain the mother's feeling in terms yes, of, oh my yes. God, I've just lost my child. Yeah, but it's all clouded, isn't it? Yeah, some of them were so graphic, and it was just wow! Oh my god! So yeah, if you if you would like to, it would be an honor for us to you know be part of hearing your story. Story, yes. Yes. Um, but again, like I said, feel free to say you know I don't want to speak about this, or you know take it at your pace, and then yeah, inshallah, from there, inshallah. No, that's fine, inshallah. Like you said, you know, without me telling my story, you know, that, that awareness that I've gotten or from the other sisters that wouldn't have gotten that far. And I feel like Definitely. the only way we can, you know, we probably can't make people feel the way we're feeling, but we can mm-hmm. make them feel feel to a certain extent. Definitely. So they we can, can allow them to understand awake. and see it from exactly. your view, you know, how exactly. you felt. Because at the end exactly. of the day, it's about the woman who has lost a child, not about yeah. how we see it or how we feel. It's about yeah. you yeah. and how we can support the woman who has yeah. lost a child. Exactly. And also for the thing is like, you know, you actually know what a miscarriage is because exactly, you know, yeah. we know by the word what a miscarriage is, mm-hmm. the scientific term of it. But do we actually know what the process of it is? Mm-hmm. Because I did not know about it before I mm-hmm. you know, went through the miscarriage. Exactly. So, um, and it's such a common thing. It's something yeah. that happens very, very often. So yes. it's something that we should one in four ourselves something. on. Yeah. The fact exactly. is that one in four, one in five women go through miscarriages. Subhanallah. So subhanAllah, this is more than, you know, more women than we can think and there's a mm-hmm. lot of women that go through but they just do not tell you that they've miscarried yes subhanallah i mean my husband uh, has a friend mm-hmm. and he was saying they that they were trying to conceive their first child and uh, mm-hmm. they ended up having a miscarriage but alhamdulillah they ended up getting pregnant very quickly after alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Um, and, and, and giving birth to a healthy beautiful child alhamdulillah. but he he said that they didn't realize how common it was until they because their family members didn't Went know through. yeah mm-hmm. until they i think spoke about it and then they mm-hmm. were like wait oh so so and so has been through it and so has so mm-hmm. and they didn't realize how many women in their family had been through it but just never spoken up about it just sort of yeah had to get on with life and be silent yeah yeah subhanallah subhanallah yeah. <sighs> okay i think should i get started then of the yes, story go for it whenever okay. you're ready take your time Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. so um so let me just get started as i've mentioned already i have mm. one beautiful daughter who Allah is Allah three Allah. years old Allah um so i obviously at that point I never knew what it feels like to struggle to get pregnant mm. so I had my daughter you know had her straight away I didn't have struggles to conceive or anything like that mm. so I never really knew what it felt like to mm. not be able to get pregnant and that feeling of struggling to you know have a baby yeah so alhamdulillah I had her and I also have to mention this as well um my own sister, Allah Mubarak, may Allah reward her, may Allah reward her for her hardship. Um, she's younger than me. She's a year younger than me. Um, mm-hmm. She herself um, had gotten through two or three miscarriages plus an ectopic oh, pregnancy, um, which I also feel requires a separate podcast discussing ectopic pregnancy because mm-hmm. a my lot brother of people actually had an ectopic pregnancy after me and my brother's Subhanallah. It's, it's, it's something else, Subhanallah, but that yeah. is a huge, huge test. So she... Mm-hmm. 
you know, went through all of this. Allah Mubarak, Allah blessed her with pregnancy. Um, oh, it's just a, you know, she's a beautiful example of sabr and a beautiful example of how Allah rewards you mm-hmm. with, you know, ease after a certain while in, in different yeah. ways. It doesn't always have to be with a child, you know, the way your auntie is probably, you know, blessed with something else. And, you yeah. know, we might not see that that beautiful reward lies there somewhere, subhanAllah. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I'm mentioning that, that is because I saw her go through that and I could never relate to that. Because mm-hmm. like I mentioned, I got pregnant, I had my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know after two years or so I was like you know you know I was, I was like okay you know you sort of we plan as human beings we naturally yeah. plan. Mm-hmm. say after two years okay you know I want to have another baby mm-hmm. and for me the main reason was also because I was breastfeeding my daughter and Alhamdulillah I was able to breastfeed her until 18 months and I thought okay you know I we really were planning for Hajj as well so that was another thing um so we wanted to save up for Hajj and I thought okay if I get pregnant and then I have to breastfeed again and that was just going to take up you know the time that we wanted to save up for Hajj and go Hajj and mm-hmm. that was the main worry for me I said no I want me and my husband just wanted to get Hajj you know we just wanted to do Hajj and we mm-hmm. made a and Allah, Allah Mubarak we were able to do Hajj because oh, if we Allah did not Mubarak. do Hajj last year Alhamdulillah we would not be able to do it this year either oh, Allah Mubarak. so everything you know the way Allah plans is just amazing it's just beautiful we do not understand we're going through a hardship but when mm-hmm. when things happen fall into places subhanallah that's when you realize why allah had planned certain things in a certain way so anyways time went ahead we came after hajj and i was like okay um physically i didn't feel the best i thought maybe i need to give myself some rest um mm-hmm. i do have to mention at that time we were living with family so uh, mm-hmm. we wanted to save up for hajj and that was the best way to save up for hajj yeah of course and um so you, we were, i was living in a lot of uncertainty um, for mental yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that was really affecting me it was affecting my daughter because of a routine you know when you're in your own place you sort of yeah no of course of course yeah yeah of course I, I understand Definitely. 100% I did live with my in-laws alhamdulillah it was a beautiful yes. experience but I know yes. what you mean in terms of you know exactly. saying the routine sometimes changes depending exactly. on what's going exactly. on in the household and family Definitely. members and Definitely. stuff of course so I get and it's it. just you know you know your child sort of like senses that so for me it was just mentally just you know alhamdulillah I had so much peace I had a lot of like you know mm-hmm. happiness there as well but it's just you know mentally it was just a thing so anyway yeah, okay. every woman wants her own space of course yes of course yeah of course it's just natural do you know what i mean mm. so alhamdulillah it came to a time where i was like okay now if you're ready um i think it's time to you know try like you know i never even thought it's hard to try having a baby mm-hmm. and um so subhanallah you know i was trying and it, w- it wasn't happening first month goes, goes by second yeah. month goes by third month goes by i'm like subhanallah okay every month i'm getting my period okay something mm-hmm. is not right mm. i never really had that feeling of okay I'm not able to get pregnant mm-hmm. but I was like okay maybe it's just you know something's not right fourth mm-hmm. month goes by then I'm like I'm starting to get ovulation sticks and you know I'm I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going over- through that phase that mm-hmm. subhanallah women have to go through every time they're struggling to conceive and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm at the beginning stage right now where I'm just like okay why am I struggling Do you know I think a lot of people don't under I think a lot of people don't realize that you know infertility after you've already had a, had a child can be oh, an yes. issue um, yes, again, yes. it's not something that I like. I only became aware of it after your post again, Subhanallah, yes, because yes, it's not something yes. that I experienced with both my children. Uh, yes. With my first son, uh, Suleiman, I got pregnant yes. the first month I was married, Subhanallah, like very yes, quick. And then Ilyas as well. As soon as we kind of decided, okay, but we want another child, Alhamdulillah, yeah. it happened quite quickly after. Yeah. However, I do, I can, I can somewhat understand, you know, the, the anxiety of the fear of yes. not knowing if you can conceive because when yes. I was getting married, like I mm-hmm. mentioned previously, my, my aunties have suffered with miscarriages and infertility. Yes. Yes. Um, so it was kind of at the back of my mind when I was getting married, can I even have yes. children? Because if this is something that's in my family, 
will it pass down to me? Will I, yeah. will I somehow have a problem? And I remember when I was getting married, my auntie saying to me, don't go on the pill. Don't go on any birth control. Don't go on anything. Just try and get pregnant. So you know that you can get pregnant. And I remember saying oh. to them like, that's crazy. What do you mean? No, mm-hmm. of course not. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Lo and behold, I did get pregnant very quickly. Not in ten, not like intended or anything. <laughs> but, yes. But yeah, like I can understand that anxiety. Cause I do remember feeling really anxious when I ever thought about, you know, not yes. being able to have children and yes. you know, my husband, yes. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I yes. can't. Yes. So yeah, yes, I can definitely. understand the stress. And I remember yes. second time round, even though obviously it didn't happen straight, straight, straight away, but it happened very quickly. I can remember thinking, okay, when's it going to happen? When am I going to get, you know, a, preg- a, 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 um, a positive pregnancy test? So yeah. Yes. Can, yes. Anxiety See, that's, is very, uh, that's definitely, you know, that's another thing that people think that you've had your first one, you know, the other, you know, the, the other children that you're going to be, be easy, will yeah. be very easy. And it's, mm. it's not a lot of people do go through that anxiety. And that's, you know, that's a struggle that a lot of women go through silently. Yeah. And subhanAllah, so, you know, you know just getting ovulation sticks and things like that this is something this is the Mm. life of so many women who don't Mm. have any children who are literally relying on those things just to be able to they literally they literally count down the day to when they get their period so they can see okay have i got my period have i not and then you know what's even worse is when you know their period's a little bit late they get the hopes up and then bam yes because i've had a friend who went through that who thought she was pregnant and then a few days later she got her period and she was so distraught she was so distraught Muskina, because she had been waiting and planning and trying for so long and she thought this is it this is the time yeah yeah and then obviously it didn't happen but she did end up having another child alhamdulillah very soon after alhamdulillah alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah. Allah plans in beautiful ways exactly I think I have to mention one important thing as well um before anything, I think this is something I really want the sisters to sort of take on as well. Um, mm. When you're making dua, mm-hmm. be it about getting pregnant or be it about getting married or anything else. And I think this is something really, really important Definitely. because that's what really helped me get through this trial. Mm-hmm. Make dua to Allah to grant you whatever it is when the time is right. Yes. And yes, if yes, it is yes, best yes. for you. Yes, I because always you, say this. Subhanallah, so I always, always say this. Even this in my own so, du'as, so when I've really, really wanted something, yes. I always say, Ya Allah, yes. if you think it is best for me, yes. bring it to me. Yes. If not, yes. then give it to me when the time is right. Yes. And, you know, Definitely. everything happens for a reason. Allah's yes. timing is the best. So we have to just yes. believe yes. in that, even though 100%. it may be hard. Yes. Go with it. Yes, definitely. Because, you know, the thing is, right, this is really important for me to mention because that was the one of the main reasons why I was able to get get through that trial because I had so much chicken that I made that dua to Allah and he is listening to my dua right now and he listened to my dua because it was not the right time so you know I mentioned the background story and everything I'll you know when I'm mentioning the whole story you'll understand mm-hmm. why I'm mentioning these little snippets of things so subhanAllah that dua like please sisters try your best to just make that part of your life because you will see the barakah in anything that happens you will have sukoon in your you know your life and your mm-hmm. decisions whatever you make you know i know that i have made that dua Mm-hmm. and Allah knows the time is not right yeah right it's just you know it's kind of like you know when your parents you know when you're younger and you're like yeah. okay you know your parent tells you don't worry I've got you and you in the back of your mind you know your parents got you you know you're like yes. if you're at the park or whatever and you're yes. playing and you're playing you know if you fall yes. down your, your parents just a few feet away and they're gonna scoop yes. you up and, and everything yes. will be better again yes it's kind yes. of like that like just trust yes. in Allah yes and know Definitely. that he will have your back Allah subhanahu yes. wa ta'ala will have your back yes. regardless yes. And even Definitely. if it's not something that you're happy with right now eventually yes. you will come to understand it even if it's not in this dunya subhanallah yeah you'll yes, be shown in the yes. akhirah 
Definitely. why those things happened and yes. how they unfolded yes yes and subhanallah sometimes it even shows you while you're going through the test exactly subhanallah like it's it's so beautiful it's subhanallah i really had to mention that because i feel like that really really helped me get through what, what i did go through and what i'm about to mention as well subhanallah mm-hmm. um so after you know trying after a few months and it kept mm-hmm. going on and on and uh, you know the reason why i mentioned that i was in an environment that i didn't feel like there was certainty because you know covid came uh, we were planning to move out at this time and it didn't happen and it didn't mm. happen the next month at the same time i was trying as well subhanallah so it was sort so of there was a lot of things yeah there was a, a lot, lot of things, things kind of a lot on. of things yeah. yes and you know lockdown my daughter you know the thing is people see on instagram this fun side of everything they yeah. see homeschooling real life guys yes it's people not guys, always please. message me and i'm just like guys instagram is not the whole picture it's there's not, a whole behind not. the scenes please yes, remember definitely, that guys definitely. i'm actually going to do a whole episode about instagram and the reality of instagram yes so i will be doing that inshallah so guys keep you keep an eye out but yeah don't believe instagram it's just a snippet of people's it's lives just it's just a like snippet a it's literally point. just one percent even less than that probably exactly <laughs> literally it's like five seconds of someone's life and then yeah. we're like oh we know we know who they are their life is yeah nope. no. <laughs> literally that's literally just one percent that's subhanallah <laughs> you know that's what people were seeing like they didn't know mm. what was happening behind the story i was just trying to distract myself and you know i was yeah. doing the homeschooling everyone was just seeing that part of my life and mm-hmm. subhanallah i was going through the struggles in the background mm-hmm. and alhamdulillah you know there, there were blessings at the same time but anyways mm-hmm. i was going through then I was in, in, reaching at the point of desperation where I was like you know you know my daughter kept saying oh yeah like I have brothers and sisters she randomly says that it's very strange Aww. but she says that to random people because she hears other people say it. She's yeah like, oh, my brother and sister said this and I'm like yeah oh, bless. girl you're trying to people are gonna think you're brothers and sisters and she says that to everyone like, my brother oh, and so sister cute. said this subhanallah mubarak she says oh, that a lot you know, inshallah she, may allah grant her righteous I mean, siblings I mean, you know you never know you know with this whole raising awareness sometimes you know what my sister told me when she was going for everything she said you know sometimes you need to share these things because you do not know what dua allah will accept definitely honestly subhanallah no. i have always said this yep so guys please pause the podcast <laughs> take a few minutes and just make some dua for our lovely Definitely. sister Zahra mm-hmm. and, and, and every woman out there who All has, the women, who has yes. you know, been affected by this and who is trying yes. to conceive and please yes. um, I would absolutely love if I, if you have ever benefited, benefited from my podcast my Instagram my posts anything please I am literally begging you guys take some time out during your salah in your sujood whatever it is a special time during the day and just make some dua for my auntie she if there's anybody that deserves to be a mother it definitely is her so um yeah please do make some dua for her inshallah 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 may Allah grant her righteous child amen 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 so I, I sort of lost track where i was going you were saying um, um yeah so you were yes, saying that you my were daughter. trying to move out and it was yes, a bit of an uncertain yes, time yes yes and my child you know she was you know my daughter she was talking about you know my brother my sister my this mm-hmm. my that and subhanallah she's just a child you know people do yeah, tell me just, that you know she, she doesn't know they yeah. copy quite a lot but mm. you know as a mother like who wanted yeah. to give her siblings so badly that was just breaking and piercing of my heart course, like you know I kept thinking like I want to give you a sibling and I had plans you like, somewhat feel like you failed her don't you yes Maybe. yes yeah. you do you do and you, you know subhanallah you feel like 
I had plans and you know mm-hmm. I was like after two years like you tried you, you're I there tried. trying to say baby look I tried yes. but you know yes. but it yes. didn't happen Allah has its plans you know I mean subhanallah so it's like that that feeling of you know we want to plan but Allah has mm-hmm. its plan when the time is right so subhanallah you know I was going through that time unsettlement environment you know felt like a bit unsettled and I was desperately trying subhanallah I got pregnant um I think around the month of August or something just a few months ago mm-hmm. um and subhanallah you know I was so over the moon. I was so happy Aww. and, you know, I was holding on to it so badly and I think I was just, you know, a few, few weeks actually went by and normally like, you know, your bump doesn't really grow that much. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it just Second time more. round, it really does. It does. It does. Second time round, you really, grow. really notice it. Yeah, subhanAllah, yes, very definitely, quickly. Definitely, subhanAllah. But this time round, you know, with the miscarriage, it, mm-hmm. it felt a bit superficial and I was holding on to it a lot and oh. I, I was starting to build a relationship with it. And I don't think I, I did that with my daughter like straight away. Maybe I did. I can't really recall it exactly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you want something so badly, you yeah. really yeah, you know, you hold, hold on, on to it as it. much as you Literally, can. Literally, yes, yes, exactly. So I was holding on to it and I was just, you know, I was stressed at the same time because, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't feel there was a routine. My daughter, you know, she wasn't in a own place and with COVID it was just very overwhelming and Mm -hmm. I was physically taking a lot of stress and you know Mm -hmm. I'm someone who doesn't sit still I like to keep going and stuff but that was you know than I could handle Mm -hmm. and it it just was very very unsettled and you know Mm -hmm. you know why that pregnancy meant so much to me Mm -hmm. because for me at that time that felt the most permanent and settled thing to me yeah subhanallah yeah I can definitely understand that yeah subhanallah it felt like something I can look forward to in Mm -hmm. all the sort of you know hurricane that's happening right now everything that's unsettled mm-hmm. there's no certainty there's nothing i can look forward to i don't have no one has any answers for anything right now this is something i can hold on to mm-hmm. this is something i can feel like i can look forward to this yeah something definitely I, something I that in your in your mind is certain is going to happen yes in yeah. my mind subhanallah yeah will arrive at some point yeah yes yes definitely so weeks went by and um, i think i was reaching seven weeks so one day, subhanAllah, one evening, um, I went to the toilet and then I saw um, spotting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, um, spotting, okay, subhanAllah. Obviously, as her husbands, Allah Mubarak, may Allah bless them, they try to take things calm. That's why they're the leaders. Yes. We're, we're a bit more like, you know, subhanAllah. We're sort of like we, headless chicken yes. sometimes. Yes, literally, sometimes we literally, you know, subhanAllah. But, you know, the things that sometimes can get to us because when they're not taking us seriously, you have to exaggerate mm-hmm. a bit. So yes, at that yes. moment, you're just like, subhanAllah, like, I'm just like, I think I'm having a miscarriage. And deep oh, down, I was like, I'm not God. having Those a Those words must have absolutely crushed you, subhanAllah, to even say them. I was saying then I was literally like in denial at the same time because I mm-hmm. felt like I was saying if it, it feels really bad. You were saying them for him to sort of do something, to you know, to something. try and get his yes. attention to take yes. you to the hospital yes. or to do what needs exactly. to be done to take it yes. a bit more seriously. Yes. Someone to just listen and understand mm-hmm. something's not right. And I just mm-hmm. felt like, okay, you know what? I'm I'm not going for a miscarriage. And Tony, I'm like, mm-hmm. it happens. A lot of people bleed during pregnancy. Apparently they yeah. do and it's normal, yeah, yeah, apparently. Yeah. And subhanAllah, I was just telling him, like, I'm just like, no, no, it's fine. Just call 111. I'm like, you want me to call 111? <laughs> if I'm yeah. miscarrying, I can't just call 111. Mm-hmm. SubhanAllah, during this whole COVID thing, and that's another Oh, thing. yeah, SubhanAllah. Oh, my God, yeah, definitely. Miscarriage during this uh, COVID thing was oh, something dear. else, SubhanAllah, because they were trying to avoid as many people visiting mm-hmm. the A&E department. So they mm-hmm. did the same to me. And I was fuming. I was SubhanAllah, I called them up. You know, they're doing their jobs at the end of the day. Of course, yeah. And, um, you know, I tried my best to you know I, I told them explain my symptoms mm-hmm. and they said to me oh go to your healthcare provider the next day I'm like excuse me um mm-hmm. 
I'm potentially miscarrying and you're telling me to go to the healthcare provider. Like what's going on? So obviously mm-hmm. my emotions were getting ahead of me. No, but that's totally, I, um, I definitely think that that's valid. Like, of course they're doing their jobs, but at the same yes. time, you're somebody yes. who's going through something and in your mind, you're thinking, okay, is there any way I can save this, prevent this, yes. help myself? Yes. Like yes. you're exactly. going into sort of yes. um, panic mode, survival you know mode I mean? and panic yes. mode. Like you just yes. want to help and try yes. and fix this. So yes, don't, exactly. you know, don't feel, don't feel like you have to apologize or you feel like you yeah. have to, you know, no, don't, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Like, you had every right to react how you reacted yeah yeah no definitely any any woman in that situation would have probably been panicking and as long as you didn't abuse them and obviously no 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 i I tried my best to i tried my best (laughs) but you know i can understand if you was you know you know a bit raising your voice or a little bit you know panicking and you know that's fine yeah you're going through something you're not in your right mind at that specific moment definitely definitely and i think that's maybe the reason why they took me a bit seriously sometimes you have Mm. to use your voice to speak out and um the only thing they could say to me is just go a and e and that's the best mm-hmm. thing they could do and i was like okay you know what i'll just go a and e mm-hmm. and i had to go by myself um you know this whole experience yeah, you was can't even have a partner you can't you. oh my god cannot, cannot. what an so absolute this, nightmare it it, it 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 goes into like it doesn't even happen all in one day by the way that's another thing i wanted to mention oh, no. when allah puts you for or actually when allah prepares you for a trial he mm. prepares you for it slowly. So mm-hmm. the thing is, you know, before we're about to go for a test or trial, the way Allah does, he already like does something in the environment or something to, to sort of prepare you for, for it. So mm. let me just give you a quick example. It's not re- irrelevant, but it's mm-hmm. also relevant at the same time. Somehow. Okay. With my first, you know, with my daughter and stuff. And when mm-hmm. I was pregnant, um, during my whole pregnancy, I was quite alone. So, you know, my mom was abroad and I didn't have much support from my in-laws either. So I was, you know, pretty much alone mm-hmm. when I gave birth to my daughter the first two years were pretty much like doing everything by myself um, mm-hmm. my family was around but they were all busy working and everything mm-hmm. and uh, my husband was at work most of the time so I was literally just you know just looking after alone I was going for depression anxiety everything that I was going through subhanallah it was all alone mm-hmm. the way Allah prepared me for it was already through my pregnancy that in my mm-hmm. pregnancy I was alone I moved you know I moved houses and everything and that was already doing it all alone therefore my my first few years of motherhood were also alone they were mm-hmm. not that as difficult for me to you know bear i was able to mm. do it somehow mm-hmm. same thing with this miscarriage that subhanallah you'll understand when i talk about the story a bit it wasn't like boom i miscarried i knew it was a miscarriage mm-hmm. Allah was preparing me for it slowly mm-hmm. so it wasn't a shocker for me subhanallah so mm-hmm. when i went to any first time the first hospital um i was sitting there I was nervous, but I was like, it's not a miscarriage. I'm not bleeding heavily. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just, you know, it happens. Spotting happens. Mm-hmm. That's it. And, you know, my pain threshold is quite good along my back. So I was like, okay, maybe it's just, yeah, I'm exaggerating maybe. But yeah. sometimes you've got to exaggerate to feel like you're actually something's mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, fine. And then the doctor, after a very long time, I was like, if I am potentially miscarrying, they're taking their good time right now, okay? Mm. So I'm sitting there. But, you know, obviously because of COVID, everything was very slow. Mm. I'll go in there and the doctor sees me and he did some examination. And he said, okay. So the thing is, um, there could be two possibilities or there could be the third one as well. It could be there's nothing wrong with you. It happens mm-hmm. to pregnant women. Sometimes they do have spotting and that's it, as long as you're not bleeding heavily. Mm-hmm. Or it could be an ectopic pregnancy or it could be a miscarriage. And he handed me over a leaflet. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and he said to me, book an appointment next thing in the morning, first thing in the morning um, mm-hmm. with the EGU department because the EGU is closed right And I'm like, okay. I have to wait a whole night to find out if I'm possibly miscarrying. Yeah. Okay. Subhanallah. So uh, I go home, 
obviously I had to do all of this by myself by the way I had to just Uber yeah. and everything my husband had to look after my daughter so oh, it was just dear. pretty much a solo journey and everything it was not surety so I was like okay I I was just you know I just slept I don't know how I managed to sleep maybe it's because I thought I'm not miscarrying because it wasn't heavy bleeding sometimes you, you probably just force yourself to sleep as well so you yes. can get to the next morning to figure out yes. what's going on to be exactly. honest as well exactly you know I think that that's what it was and mm. the next morning came and um I actually booked in an appointment straight away. I think I got I got, got a booking the next morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, I was hosting a breakfast for my sister and a close friend of mine um, mm-hmm. at the same time. And subhanAllah, they were wait, they obviously were at home and I was like, okay, I've got a, an appointment. I didn't obviously tell them what it is. I didn't mm-hmm. even tell them I was pregnant, subhanAllah. I said, you know, yeah. if I want to tell them news, I want to tell them good news. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, me and my husband rushed to the hospital and obviously again, he had to wait in the car and this mm-hmm. time it was in the egu department um i was waiting there they called me in um they did the scan mm-hmm. and this is how allah was preparing me for it slowly you know like i mentioned i was 10 mm-hmm. percent thinking it's a miscarriage the rest was mm. no it's not a miscarriage so allah was preparing yeah. me but you had like allah gave you at least a day and a half to two yes. days to you know yes. be familiar some... with the idea yes. that you may be miscarrying so it exactly. wasn't like bam everything happens in one go exactly. it was sort of gradually Slow, getting gradually. harder and harder kind of thing exactly. and becoming exactly. more of a reality definitely and this is how allah does things he prepares you for a trial and we sometimes do not see it but then we realize mm. afterwards when we're reflecting on it so subhanallah i was there and then they did the scan and um, this was the first hospital, which I wasn't too happy about. So I went there and then they, they didn't have many emotions. And I think this is so important, not just if anyone who is working in the NHS right now, because I've had doctors message me as well. And they said, what can we do to help you? And mm. this is why I'm saying what I'm saying, that this is where you need to have empathy for the mm. patient. It's just the way you say things, you know, the way you speak to, the them, way you speak you know? to somebody, the way you make them feel. Yes. It doesn't have to be yes. everything. So here you go. Here's your formal, I don't yes. know letter to say you are miscarrying or yes. here's the, the the doctor terms of what's going on and goodbye yes yes next yes. patient that's not it yes. just it doesn't hurt for you to just no, you know speak to the no. mother are you okay how are you feeling is it anything yes. i can do to yes. help just the hug obviously we can't really yeah. do any of that now <laughs> but just, just something human. just something yes. yeah yes you know subhanallah i didn't even get any of that so i was there and oh, i was trying to be strong like i was mm. literally like, okay and then they said okay um they said to me um, they were just quiet and I was like that was the worst you know few moments of my life like, I was just like subhanallah what's happening I was just smiling inside of my mask I was trying to be strong because they had no emotions I was like yeah, I'll have course. some emotions I'll smile yeah. and they were just like oh um, I think maybe your blood has full go empty it out again I'm like okay then I went and emptied out my blood I came back again she said okay um, we can't see anything and I'm like okay, okay yeah. slowly that 10% turned into yeah. 40% and I was like hmm, okay you can't see anything and they were not answering like they were not saying what exactly is going they were just quiet yeah silent information yeah nothing nothing so they were just you know not even saying are you okay it's going to be okay nothing just quiet they said okay go back to the waiting we're going to do a blood test to check your hcg levels mm-hmm. hcg levels are usually what how they check how well your pregnancy is going mm-hmm. because those hormones show if your pregnancy is heading towards a miscarriage, mm-hmm. towards an ectopic pregnancy. I didn't know about these terms, you know, before mm-hmm. you know, this miscarriage and stuff. You yeah. sort of learn about these more afterwards. Mm-hmm. So I was sitting in the waiting area and um, my husband called me. He was asking me how it's going. Everything was happening over the phone. And mm-hmm. I was crying through the waiting oh. area. And, you know, it was sort of like crying in the waiting area 
smiling again when I'm seeing the doctors because it's sort of like you that's kind of feel like you want doing. to put a brave face on because do, because they're do. not giving you any emotion yeah, or they're not yeah. giving you a reaction yeah. you feel yeah. like well I can't really cry because then you, you feel a bit silly if yeah, that makes yeah, sense exactly. like I no, know no, when no, I've been put in no. situations where yes. I've sort of put a brave face on and just smiled it off because yeah I, I know I'm not getting the reaction I would have wanted from that person exactly. and I feel sick and then I just feel silly or stupid if I did cry yeah. so I just yeah, kind of yeah. keep it in and then the minute yeah. I'm by myself I'll just break down break down yes definitely and yeah, another so thing is totally that I that. I just felt like subhanAllah because they saw me not cry like I was the tears were already dried under my mask subhanAllah mm. that's another COVID thing that was happening that, that people even if they're crying they're just crying inside of their mask you can't tell that they're crying mm. so they probably just thought oh, she's strong she doesn't need anything I'm like subhanAllah I'm just crying out like myself in, in the waiting yeah. area like you know I know that something's not right and yeah. then they check the HCG levels and they just you know the lady was taking her time but I'm sure she was just attending someone in labor so she came the consultant came back and said um they did the blood test and they said so she didn't give me a whole you know full closure as well by the way this mm-hmm. this trip was not going to be something well find closure mm. what when she did the um examination actually I forgot to mention um my bleeding got heavier mm. that's why I was crying in the waiting area because they saw nothing and my bleeding got heavier and it felt like yeah. period cramps at that point. It was starting, yeah. It was starting, subhanAllah. And I was crying to my husband. I said, um, I think it's a miscarriage. Mm. I know it is because I've not bled like this and it feels like something's not right. Mm. So she saw me, she called me back and she said, um, so we've done your blood test. It seems to be that your HCG levels are very low for the predicted weeks that you're supposed to be, which are supposed to be 67 weeks. Mm. They're very low which shows abnormal pregnancy, which seems to be very abnormal for the weeks that you're supposed to be. Mm. And I was like, okay, she still wasn't giving me answers. I'm like, what does mm. that mean? Mm-hmm. And she was like, it could either be an ectopic pregnancy, it could be a miscarriage or just a miscarriage about to happen. Mm. So, okay, again, no closure. And she was like, okay, we want to call you over after two days again because they want to check the HCG level dropping. If it's dropping, that means mm-hmm. it's a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. If it is not, or maybe if it's increasing, that could be a possible ectopic pregnancy. Mm. I'm like, okay, I have to go through two days of torture again. Subhanallah. Yeah, I have to go back again. and come back. Yes, See if and it's I was been confirmed. Exactly. So I went home and um, that night, subhanAllah, that night is when my bleeding was very heavy and I passed. This is going to be a bit graphic, sisters, but I feel, or sisters or brothers, whoever knows, but you guys need to know this because... Yeah, I think if they know, I mean, if they, obviously the title is going to say miscarriage, so yes, they should have yes. be, they should be warned anyways yes, that, you know, it's yes, going to be graphic, yes. so they just be ready yes. for it. Yes, subhanAllah. I, I passed the clot, which was the actual thing. SubhanAllah. And, um, you know, the doctor, when I saw that after the next day, she was like, oh, you should have kept it. Have you got a picture or anything? I was like, no, I... I, I saw it and when 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 you uh, again please do say I can't answer or no that's it's fine too hard for me to say that's fine um so when you because obviously uh, hopefully I'm also hoping that by through this podcast we can maybe tell sisters signs or what they should look out yes. for if they are going yes. through it yes so yes. for I mean like for example if it was myself I think if I'd seen a clock I wouldn't have thought anything of it and just gone okay I wouldn't, you know, because I remember reading another sister who messaged or who messaged you, I can't mm-hmm. remember, mm-hmm. saying that she passed a clot and she didn't even realize that that was her baby and it was, she'd already yeah. flushed it down the toilet. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, See, did, did is, you yeah. know, did you, did you know that that was the, the fetus or were you like, I, I just, you just thought it was a clot? Like, did you sort of un- realize what was going on there or? 
you know the things it felt like a clot um mm. so it literally because you know when you have your periods and everything you just get yeah yeah you're you bleeding do, yeah, you get clots you and, and you everything. also get you clots don't. as well yeah sometimes yeah yes you do definitely mm. and with me because my bleeding was so heavy the whole evening i knew i already that was like my confirmation i'm miscarrying and mm. subhanallah because i was obviously wearing like you know mm-hmm. pads and everything to sort of you know make sure yeah, that i'm not see, leaking everywhere yeah, of course, yeah. yes and yeah, that clot coincidentally it could have landed in the toilet i would have not known subhanallah mm. but it, it did obviously land where it landed and subhanallah mm. when i did see it the way i knew it was what it was and it depends also by the way it depends yeah. where the the woman is how many weeks she yeah is, how weeks far along she is yeah exactly exactly and how developed the fetuses and stuff yes yeah. definitely for me it's because the sack was right there subhanallah and subhanallah. that's something that 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 really got to me and i was like i couldn't oh see gosh. anything but I knew it was not normal, subhanAllah. Mm. And another thing that I was reading when I was going through this trial, subhanAllah, it was, you know, someone who was going through another miscarriage or something like that. And they said that what you what you go through when it's a miscarriage, what Allah has destined for you, it wasn't meant to be less than a piece of flesh or any more than a piece of flesh. That's what it was meant to be. That's it. Mm. And that reminder really, yeah. really, subhanAllah, helped me because when I looked at it, I was like, that reminder just came back to my mind and I was like, mm. subhanAllah, this is what it is, but it is what Allah had destined for it to be. Yeah, because it would have never become a child or more than that, progressed yes. or been less. Yes. That's that's when yes. Allah decided for yes. that journey to end, To be there, yes, subhanAllah. Yeah. And the thing is that at that moment, I was like, subhanAllah, if, if it was meant to progress, Allah was protecting me from something else. Mm. Allah protected me from another calamity, maybe from something else. And he made me go through the small calamity to protect me from yes. a bigger and we have Yes, we have this story in Surah Al-Kahf, subhanAllah. Yes, subhanAllah. When, when, you know, the child gets killed. Yes, yes, and And, yes, it, yes. and it's told that, why, what, 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 that he's asked, why, yes. did you, why did you kill the, yes. the child? And it's said because he... he he's going he, to be, yeah. He's going to be um, a sort of a disbeliever and he's going to, you know, yes. drive his, his parents very, very, very insane. Well, not insane, yes. but, you know, yes. be very hard to raise as a righteous yes. uh, child. Yes. So Allah gives yes. them another child that's going to be yes. even better and more righteous. Yes. Subhanallah. So, yeah, you know, like you said, Allah was most likely protecting you from a bigger trial that you may have had yes. to go through with that child. Yes. Yes, of course, definitely. So it's like that reminder, like I feel like Allah was really, really the way Allah prepares you. He only makes you go through a trial if he knows you can handle it. Mm. And I feel like I do not know how I went through it because mm. when I saw my sister go through the trials that she went through, I just saw her go through it, but I did not know how, what she felt, what the process of it, what, how mm. it feels. SubhanAllah, I'll, I'll go through it as well because the story, you know, SubhanAllah, it sounds like it's ending, but it doesn't really end there, SubhanAllah. Mm. Um, so after that, you know, I, it, was, it was a confirmation, but I ignored it. I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. It's done. Um, I'm feeling a lot of pain. It's fine. It felt it felt like period pain in the beginning, subhanAllah. Mm-hmm. But then I just went sleep and everything. And then I was like, okay, I think I should mention that to the EGU department because they're waiting for me after two days to do the blood test. Because mm-hmm. if it's miscarried now, why do I need to go back? Um, yeah. I called them up and I said, um, I passed the clot um, and I've most likely miscarried. They said, okay, if you pass the clot, you need to go to your A&E straight away. Mm. It's like, okay. Um, I was thinking to myself, if I've miscarried, why do I need to go to a mm. Then I was like, subhanAllah, you know what? If I do go a I'm not going to go to the same hospital um, because I yeah. didn't have a good experience the way I was treated then. Mm. I was sort of not taken seriously. Um, subhanAllah, my sister, she the hospital that she went to was Allah Mubarak, very, very good. You know, it just depends which hospital you get. Mm. I was like, if they're very well known to be a very good EGU department, let me just try that. I know it was a bit of a distance, but I was like, you know, 
I want to make sure whatever happens, I, I wanted good closure and I wanted yeah, to be treated of course, like a human being. You did that closure, definitely. Definitely. So when I went, I think that was at the time where barely anyone was going to hospitals because people mm. were afraid. I think now everyone's just like, yeah, whatever. Everyone's going to hospitals and, you know, not yeah. really that much afraid of it. So mm. at that time, subhanAllah, that's why I'm talking about the timing. When I was going through the miscarriage, there was barely anyone in the hospital. So when I went yeah. to that hospital, it was normally like a very big hospital and it's like a, I think it's a trauma hospital or something where it's, mm. you know, usually very busy. Quite very, I yeah, went, quite busy. Yes, very busy. And at that time, subhanAllah, I miscarried at the I know it sounds really strange to say that I miscarried at the right time subhanAllah because yeah. you know I went there I was seen straight away oh, and they were so nice subhanAllah I went in there and I had to go there by myself my husband wasn't mm. there and this was the hardest time for me to not have my husband with me of course of course of course because I was physically it's not even like emotionally anymore because emotionally I was slowly accepting that I'm miscarrying physically mm. I have never felt like this even after I'd given birth to my daughter mm. you and just felt so drained you feel it's not even mm-hmm. strained. You physically, it just feels like like part of your soul has been taken away. It literally That's feels like that. Subhanallah. I couldn't. I was there and I was about to faint. I was sitting there and then they were taking you know blood tests and they were checking, yeah. putting me on a drip and I was just like half with it, half not with it. Mm. And Subhanallah, they were treating me so nicely. That that itself was helping me just recover yeah. slowly. They were just like, okay, you know that was so sweet when they said to me, oh, you know. You're going through a hard time right now and you know do you want your husband to be with you right now and i'll say yes please because i can't even you know i'm starving right now i want to eat something yeah. i feel like i have no energy i can't even do mm-hmm. anything subhanallah and because of the drip on my one arm i was like i can't move this arm i just want someone mm-hmm. here with me my husband if he's here that would be amazing i mm-hmm. said okay you know what because you're going through a certain situation you know we'll let him in and then they let oh, him in. oh that was so nice of them subhanallah that was amazing so he was there with me and then slowly you know my situation kept getting worse but they were like you know slowly broke it to me that you are going through a miscarriage Mm -hmm. and we checked your hcg levels they seem to have dropped which is i know it sounds strange that's like good news for that situation it's bad news for someone who you know Mm -hmm. was pregnant and then not pregnant anymore but that was important yeah because because then it gives you the closure to know okay this is what it is yes definitely Mm. and another thing is that if it wasn't that that's also another thing that sisters might need to know as well if for example the hcg levels hadn't dropped and i haven't fully miscarried they would have to take out the placenta whatever is left inside you know at that point there's no placenta but whatever is left they would have to surgically remove it Uh, and that's subhanallah what a lot of sisters go through as well you know i went through Mm. a different story another miscarriage itself has so many different stories yeah there's so many different ways and versions different ways and subhanallah i allah mabarak like i actually count myself as blessed that i miscarried the natural way there's women that don't Mm the natural there's women that you know they think they're miscarrying but that bleeding could actually be a sign of an ectopic pregnancy and that's mm. internal bleeding which means mm. that, that that's now a danger to the mother's health yeah because there is no baby and now that means internal rupture and that's mm-hmm. very dangerous so mm-hmm. alhamdulillah just seeing that ecg you know drop was like a closure to me that alhamdulillah my body's getting rid of it naturally mm. so subhanallah um they just said you know now we've just done everything you can go now if you want um and obviously i was hungry i was so weak and subhanallah i've never felt this weak in my life mm-hmm. i've given birth to my daughter and maybe it's because it's a shock to the system it's something unnatural happening yeah. to your body mm-hmm. and i my husband had to carry me out i literally like oh. there was no wheelchair or anything he had to hold me carry me and i felt like i can't walk i just felt like i was just being dragged out of the hospital somehow mm-hmm. it, it, it was some this is something that people do not know 
this is obviously it must have been such a shock to your body not just like your mind or you mentally but just in general what your body is doing physically is a lot of hard work and as you said you know as as obviously two women who have given birth when you give birth you are exhausted you're drained you're knackered you're you're half awake however you have those hormones that you know the yes the oxytocin yeah the oxytocin and the the hormones that lift you up because yes baby's right there you have a baby to take care of and you're just fixated on this beautiful human being that's in front of you whereas obviously with a miscarriage your your body is going through all that and it doesn't have the reward at the end of it do you know what i mean there's no No, reward there for you to look forward to whereas with birth you have that child that is the reward yes yes definitely subhanallah and that's the thing i did not know this about a miscarriage i did not Mm. the things every woman miscarries differently some women might be fine some women might not be but subhanallah for me i've never known that sort of weakness i've never known how it feels to actually physically not be a capable you literally feel semi-disabled mm. i felt semi-disabled mm. i did mm. not feel like i could move i could not walk you had to take me out somehow and mm. just put me and position me in the car somehow and Aww. take me home subhanallah and the weeks to come were not easy either and these are the things that people do not know subhanallah it's yeah. like it's it's like afterwards i was I was not myself physically. Yeah, you have to deal with it afterwards. It doesn't just go away because, you know, the the, the child's not there and that's it, the bleeding stopped. You you know, you have to deal with the repercussions of the mental strain that that you've gone through, the mental strain your body's gone through, you know. And if any, obviously for some women who may have miscarried further on if family members know friends know you have to constantly be you know feeling like you have to explain yourself to to other people or when they ask you about the pregnancy or the baby or whatever you then have to relive those moments again because you have to explain why i'm not pregnant anymore yeah yeah no definitely subhanallah it's it's not easy and i feel like if i only knew like what the reality of a miscarriage in terms of the physical part like that's why mm. i keep highlighting the physical part. the emotional part is there mm-hmm. but i feel like subhanallah the physical part took the biggest toll out of me like i physically yeah. was not myself even afterwards it was a few weeks and i would have moments where my best friend would look at me now it would have been already a month or something mm-hmm. or a few weeks and you know alhamdulillah you know that's why i'm saying allah has its best timing that mm-hmm. you know with hardship comes ease at that point i was going through the hardship but at the same time we found the news that we're able to move out to our new oh, place alhamdulillah and mm-hmm. it, it it brought me to tears because i really firmly like my my belief in that in that you know verse really strengthened i felt like subhanallah mm-hmm. this is i'm going through the hardship right now i'm crying to my husband but at the same time i have good news as well subhanallah yeah this is how allah you know does things subhanallah and Definitely. you know at that time like i felt like subhanallah Oh, I feel like I'm just having that moment where I'm just subhanallah. I'm sorry, may Allah aid you. Honestly, I feel so. I feel bad that you know no, I'm no, making no, you sort of relive bad. these these um memories. No, subhanallah. But I'm so, you know honestly so honored no. and so proud that you're on here speaking about it because honestly, like I said, through your page was how I beca- obviously I've known of other people who've gone through it but your page yeah. you were so raw and honest and open yeah. about it and I loved that because it allowed me to see the reality of miscarriage yes. not what we've just seen on tv or what women have shown us meaning you know yes. someone's had a miscarriage and it's just like oh yeah I miscarried I'm not pregnant anymore I'm yeah, fine yeah. though you yeah, know you never yeah. really get to see the behind the scenes and yeah definitely your page really spoke about the behind Thank the you. scenes and that was just so opening uh, so you. not so opening sorry so eye opening <laughs> eye opening and yeah. yeah and um 
I honestly, as soon as you said that, I, as soon as you posted, I was like, okay, I have to have this sister on. Like, she needs to think about this. <laughs> it's just, you know, what I was um, telling you at the beginning, like how Allah makes me forget about certain parts of it. Yeah. And I feel like that's how my mind sort of protects itself. Like, you know, I was just mm. literally... I was having a blank moment. I'm like, subhanAllah, I just completely forgot like what's happening mm. right now. SubhanAllah. Even when you approached me and you asked me like afterwards, you know, once I've had that detox yeah. and everything and I came back again and you messaged me and I was like, another sister messaged me as well that she wanted me to, ha- you know, speak about this as well. SubhanAllah. I was getting really nervous and I was like, SubhanAllah, I feel like my mind, I've, my mind has hidden it away somewhere to protect yeah. myself. Now yeah, I have to we, open we that up that. again. We do tend to like bl- block things out block to protect ourselves. Out, yes. And we yes, do sort of, yes. it's just like a safety mechanism where you yes. just, you don't want to have to relive it again or think about yes, it. Definitely yes, do that. yes, definitely, definitely. SubhanAllah. And I feel like that's literally what just, maybe that's just what happened where I just mm. blanked on like SubhanAllah. That that's the time where I felt the most weakest and SubhanAllah, like yeah. physically, I, I just, I just felt like I, I would pass her every five minutes or so. And that's something I wanted to really talk about that, you know, it, it doesn't matter if if it's someone who's never had any babies and they miscarried mm. or someone who has a child and they've mis- miscarried their mm. trials and the difficulty that they're going through is in its own place subhanallah mm. the struggle of not having any certainty if you ever will be able to have a child and then miscarrying and then mm. going through the physical trauma and then having people say when's the next one coming regardless oh, of oh, how you know I'm, how you've I'm so glad you i'm so glad you spoke about this because i really wanted to actually bring this and i was literally yes. just thinking about this as yes. you were saying yes. it yeah this is something that people really need to educate themselves on yes i have yes. said it many times i have yes. had it done to me many times by family members where i'm constantly asked you know when's the next one we want it's another one when's the before i had my second child and even though we weren't having any issues conceiving yes like it wasn't a problem for us so there wasn't really a reason yes. for me to be triggered or upset yes. however it annoyed private. yeah yes. however i was yes. annoyed because yes one at that time when they were asking we didn't want another child we weren't really thinking about another child obviously we wanted children more children but just at that time we weren't thinking of trying in that specific time yes um and constantly being asked every time we we saw these family members Mm. upset me and frustrated me because one it's a very private private um matter like it's none of your business yes of course i don't find it respectable for you to be asking me that because it's quite it's an intimate question it's, it's yes, and sometimes to be honest depending on who who was there it's quite embarrassing because it is. you're insinuating something and i don't really want people thinking about that <laughs> yes while of, I'm course, there. of course of course so, no it's true yeah i was i'm not comfortable true. with that question and i think that people really need to understand it's not appropriate for you to ask any woman or man yes. when's yes. the child coming when's the next yes. baby Yes. Or why are you guys five years you've been married still no child yes. don't Panel ask those questions do they do not concern you no, it's none of your not. business it's between no. that couple and yeah. as I like to say if the couple has good news to tell you they will tell, tell you when you. they are ready yeah. stop asking yeah. stop trying to bring up the topic yeah. stop yeah. trying to drag it out of them if they have something Panel. to say they'll say it just yeah. sit in no, your definitely. seat and wait yes exactly no definitely because you know the things that reminds me of my sister subhanallah because you know, I'm sort of voicing what she, you know, would love to voice herself, subhanAllah. Yeah. And she was telling me how, you know, when she was going through the struggle and, um, you know, people would ask her, like, because she miscarried a few times, that's very important, that mm-hmm. something I want to raise awareness on as well, that just because someone has miscarried once, mm-hmm. twice, three times, that does not mean that they are 
experts at you know getting over those emotions it does Definitely not mean not. that they, that you become numb to what they feel oh she's obviously each already, experience you know. is different Every yes of course is different of course. depending on you know the circumstances how far yes. along she was how yes, you know every, every experience is different like you were just saying yes. it happens yes, different definitely. in different times different ways and that's the thing, like, when she was, like, you know, miscarrying the first time, like, you know, people, okay, yeah, cool, she miscarried. Like, that's what I'm saying, the lack, and I don't blame, like, there's some sisters that were messaging me, they said, you know, sis, I genuinely did not know this is the severity of miscarriage, this yeah. is what people go through. You mm. know, you posting these stories have, have put, has, has put some reality onto yeah, that story, I, you know, I and that word. I I was one of them, definitely. Subhanallah, and that's the thing, like, that's what I wanted to do, and with my sister, like, you know, when she was miscarrying the first time, people are like, all right, she's miscarried, second time, all right, cool, there was no one who went to go and visit her, subhanallah, she just felt alone, and I, mm. I was like, even though I could not relate to what she's going through, I was like, let me just do this little something, and go, and, and you know, as a family, went to visit her, and that meant the world to her, that even though I did not know what it feels like, her feelings need to be validated and exactly. she is going through something. It does not matter if I have had sisters who messaged me and said, sis, you know, I, I've been one of those people that did not know what to say. And subhanAllah, I don't know if you want me mm. to do that in another podcast because, you know, that's what we wanted to talk about. Things to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, we will say. be speaking. Yeah, well, definitely. So I think what we'll do is we'll try and, um, you know, finish up your story yes. and then maybe just have a, a bit more of a conversation and then we'll leave the other part so i think yes. part two will speak about um we should we'll speak we about should, yeah. what you, the do's yeah. and the don'ts and, and yes, you know yes. how you can support somebody who is yeah. going through it and obviously yeah. zahra will speak about what she, as as she experienced it what she would have liked because obviously we can't speak for every woman but we can of speak course. for zahra can say what she felt she yes. needed in that time yes, and yes, yes. um we can get some sort of an idea so yeah well yeah carry on anyway sorry carry on yeah definitely no it's fine inshallah so i just wanted to confirm that like because mm-hmm. i don't even know how long it's been we've been talking <laughs> subhanallah, i think it's coming up to an hour now so subhanallah you don't realize <laughs> isn't it subhanallah yeah but yeah subhanallah this is the thing like the way my story you know went like that that like when I was going through that phase how difficult it was for me you know like that's why the comparison I'm using for someone who doesn't have children of someone who mm. does have children the words that would be thrown at me or you know would sort of indirectly would be sort of felt that it's like you already have one it's fine like subhanallah I'll oh. be left there you know only one friend like came to see me subhanallah and you know there's people that knew about it subhanallah they think yeah. you know how is it funny that when you have a baby the whole world comes and sees you there's presence and everything mm. now you miscarried one person comes and sees you why is that is it because you come to see the baby it's very frustrating you know i I think it's and i think it's in these times yes i do agree that you know some sometimes people don't know what to say or what to do i definitely agree with that because i am one of those people yeah i have been in that situation with different different things however however um I do believe that, you know, this is the, it's in these times that you realize who truly care about you because I remember a friend of mine miscarried and I remember that me and our, like the, 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 the friendship group that we were all in, Mm -hmm. I remember obviously because we cared so much about this sister, Mm-hmm. We ended up researching and doing, you know, oh, our wow. research on, okay, so we're going to go, go visit the sister, yes. but what do we take? What do we not take? And I remember oh, one sister wow. shared in the, in the group chat, you know, okay, we shouldn't take plants or flowers, anything that can die. We're not going to take it because it may so, trigger wow. her or remind her. So we ended up oh. taking chocolate. Like we, th- this is what I'm saying. Like oh, it, it's in these times you truly realize. And I remember yes. thinking, oh my God, I have such a good group of friends. Like we actually I took the time that. out to, to, 
to you know research and check you know what to get her what to give her what what how to help her and and how not to maybe trigger her you know yeah and it's it's like I said it doesn't take long for somebody to research you know I'm sure there's plenty of blogs about this topic no definitely uh, definitely what to do what to take what not to take definitely and you know sometimes it doesn't hurt to just ask if you don't know what to say or what to do I've definitely in the past few years I've I've gone from not knowing what to say and what to do and just sort of okay rolling with it to now actually when I know somebody is going through something but I don't know how to react I will physically just say to them what do you need from me right now how can Mm -hmm. I help you I don't know Mm -hmm. what what to do but Mm -hmm. if you give me some clarity I will try my best to help let Mm -hmm. me know and then that way you've done you've done your bit and you've asked for, for for you know what does that person need no definitely subhanallah no that's you know i want to say more but i feel like i'll end up going to the do's and don't too much and then end up being the second podcast in two hours yeah. <laughs> subhanallah but yeah you know it's just like that's you know where i just want to end it there like subhanallah where you know when i was going through that like i you know the comparison i was saying again like you know someone who doesn't have children or someone who does have children for me it was the struggle of dealing with my daughter while i'm physically not able to and yeah, that was yeah, so I couldn't get up from my you know the sofa subhanallah and, and she saw me she was distressed mm. and she was very frustrated I can definitely sense when something's up with us definitely and mm-hmm. she was you know the environment was already feeling like you know we hadn't moved out yet and she was yeah. already feeling subhanallah what's wrong with mom whenever mom is not well everything changes and I don't like mm-hmm. that so I can sense that in there and you know like I was doing the homeschooling and everything before my miscarriage mm-hmm. after my miscarriage obviously you know I couldn't do that anymore and you know my daughter yeah. she loves she's not more of a physical touch type of child like mm-hmm. I try to hug her she runs away I'm like oh god learning that even more I'm like can you be a newborn again but yeah. she was literally she's more of a um you know attention you know time mm-hmm. you know, yeah 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 quality time is her thing so when I'm spending yeah. time with her doing homeschooling paying attention to her that meant the world to her mm-hmm. and that suddenly stopped and just screen time just increased and she was just yeah. frustrated and I felt so helpless. I was mm. like, I wish, baby, I wish I could be there for you. I wish I could, mm-hmm. you know, sit there with you. And do- I was trying and I was just kept getting out of breath. I was like, mm. these are symptoms I've never felt, subhanAllah. And I'm getting out of breath just talking to her. And I was yeah. just like, okay, I have to just go. I- every five minutes, i will be like, okay, I have to knock out. I feel like I'm passing out after five minutes, after five minutes. And I have to tell my husband, you know, I'm a barrack, like, these are the moments that you know when your partner knows about what a miscarriage is even my husband mm. you know he took it quite well la mabarak but like alhamdulillah sounds like he supported you very well may allah bless you know him. that helped i mean i mean that really is so important you know for the brothers to know even if it's your sister if it's mm. you know if it's your wife if it's someone you know around your family you know it's it's so important for you to educate yourself and just to mm-hmm. be there for them you know even if you feel like you can't do much just you know arrange food for them and that's something yeah else sometimes it's just the simplest of things very simple things yeah he probably didn't fully understand what it was but mm. he was just there for me subhanallah he was just looking after like just looking after my daughter and just being there for me yeah. because i physically couldn't i physically could not do anything and i felt so helpless and i was mm-hmm. like i wish i could give her that time but i couldn't and mm. this is the time where the brothers because you know someone was telling me a sister was messaging me subhanallah 
I can't believe people like that exist, subhanAllah. May Allah give them hidayah, that's all I can say. That mm. she actually, subhanAllah, when she was miscarrying, her ex-husband um, was so grossed out that he just walked out while she was miscarrying. And um, subhanAllah, he, he didn't support her at all. And, you know, now obviously she's divorced. Absolutely disgusting. SubhanAllah, yes. And oh, why? Oh, what an excuse She's married now, SubhanAllah. And she's, Alhamdulillah. She's Alhamdulillah. Baby, so obviously, he didn't deserve her, obviously, right? There's Definitely not. Allah had written someone better for her but do you know what I mean there's people who don't have like Allah Mubarak we're so blessed to they have don't them. have that they don't have that sympathy they or empathy well not sympathy that. empathy 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 yes, for, 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 for you know what people are going through and yes. I yes oh. may Allah That's guide men like that or and women like I mean, that and may Allah I mean. allow us to be able to have uh, faithful uh, truthful um, and uh, partners that can truly understand us and be Ameen. there and support us. Ameen. Ameen. And may Ameen. we also be those partners for our spouses. Ameen. 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 May they be the corners of our eyes and may Ameen. they be the corners Ameen. of their Ameen. eyes. Ameen. Ameen. So important, subhanAllah. <sighs> wow. Honestly, this this topic could honestly go on for hours and hours, and yes. I don't think we there, yes. there'd still be loads to speak about. But <laughs> I'm glad that we've made a start. We've we've yes. we've, we've 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 started, and yes, I'm definitely, definitely. I, I I definitely know that you know there'll be a lot of women who will be able to relate to this yes, to some definitely. level, whether they've been through it, known someone who's gone through it, or yes. will go through it in the future. That it's definitely something that I hope, inshallah, as we do the second episode. Um, yes. second part sorry people will definitely be able to relate to yes um, definitely uh, thank you so much honestly for coming on it was absolutely a, a blessing uh, like I said I can't I, I know I keep repeating it but it was honestly through your page through your post that I became much more aware and you know I got to see the other side of miscarriage that that, that, that we not really see or we're not really told yeah. about uh, so honestly thank you so much for that you know may Allah reward you and bless you I, mean, I think I mean, if we take you. one thing from this whole this whole episode actually i i mean i'm gonna sum it up how i think and then obviously you can sum up as well what you think you would like people to benefit from this this um this episode i honestly think if there's anything that you guys can take away from this listen you have no idea what somebody is going through so just please be kind if you have nothing good to say don't say it even if it's a question like if some people may say but i'm just asking you know when's the bit like it's not harmful it can be harmful depending on that person's circumstances and situation it can be harmful don't ask questions that don't concern you and secondly be kind you have no idea what people are going through yes. there's been times where i have been going through very difficult times in my life yet people have no idea and just because I tend to, I'm very good at masking things and putting a brave mm, face on, you know, mm, mm. bubbly and confident or whatever. Mm, mm. Um, you, but, but then, and you, and you have somebody say something or do something mm. and you just think mm. that is the last thing that I need right now. And it could be that small thing that tips you that over the edge. You, yes, yeah. Yes, and makes you just, yes. you know, have a mental breakdown or go into this yes. really dark place. Yes. Please definitely. don't be that person. Don't, yeah. Even if that person seems like they have the most perfect life nobody yeah. does remember no. that regardless of what you see there's definitely things going on behind the scene no, definitely. every day all the time people have something going on in their life so just remember yeah. be kind that's all i say yeah be kind and yeah. don't ask questions that don't concern you Mm, definitely sis you've just said everything i would have said to be <laughs> oh, honest <no. laughs> <Subhanallah>, <laughs> we got the message out somehow <laughs> yes no definitely subhanallah you know if i say any more then it will just head towards the second podcast and subhanallah i feel like 
uh i just feel very drained right now physically and mentally oh, right no, now. i'm actually you know during this whole episode the, the the one thing that keeps going through my mind is is like oh i really hope when we finish this episode you know you're going to be fine i really hope it's not going to like trigger you um obviously you just drop me a message if you want to speak about things inshallah. inshallah but um honestly again thank you so much for coming may allah reward you guys um, please do know. send some love to uh, modest mama please on um, instagram do send please her some make love du'a for me, sisters, make du'a for brothers, her and definitely try and share this podcast with friends family you know leave a review if you want on the apple podcast app or whatever app you're listening to us on um but yeah keep tuned listen out for part two because we will be speaking about the much more important side of things in terms of do's don'ts um and yeah we'll we'll see how that unfolds next time inshallah with that said thank you so much for coming on honestly may Allah reward you and i'm really Um, sorry if you know it was it was difficult for you to speak about this but i truly truly respect you so much for doing it you're very very strong thank you and your your family are so blessed to have you. you Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you having me here. And to be honest, you know, sis, it's not me. It's Allah. Allah has given me that strength. And, you know, I just feel like I'm I'm just a way of, Allah has just made me the way of speaking out, subhanAllah. Yeah, alhamdulillah. There's many women who go through it. Maybe Allah has just made me the voice for the voices. And there's nothing special Definitely, about yeah. me. Nothing special. It's just, you know, subhanAllah, I, I have just, Allah has just made me that sort of i don't know what you say i say in urdu but the i don't example, know how to say in english the, the, example. the example the way yeah. to somehow spread that and i really hope definitely you know, spread that awareness i think forgive it's, it's me if i've said thing. anything that might have been hurtful you know my love forgive me for my mistakes and may this no be a i don't think you're for us i mean you know, for me it's this is the main my main intention for you know even joining this podcast you know it's not just raising awareness for me it's actually the sadqa jari that i leave behind definitely that's the main course. thing that i'm worried about and if my story can be something that people can take from you know my du'as that i've you know the things that i've asked you know mm-hmm. to take from subhanallah if it can benefit someone definitely. even just the comfort itself that will mean the world to me and you know, definitely if of course for me, someone right now could be going through what we're speaking about and then yes. just hearing this podcast could make them feel like oh i'm not alone it's not just me yes. especially now in covid yes. times where people are definitely. very much alone subhanallah, maybe subhanallah. this is the, the you know the voice that they need to hear to say you know yes. okay, you're not alone you'll get yes. through this and you know it's okay for you to feel what you're feeling yes yes and just one last thing yep sure go ahead if any of you sisters you know are going through anything like that or anything related to you know infertility pregnancy issues or miscarriages whatsoever please do not hesitate to either dm me or sister i mean yes yes definitely my dms are always open yes i always say they're always open for anybody yes um, please just you know message us if you want to send us a voice no if you want to talk subhanallah we will be here just to listen definitely because you know what that means the world to anyone who's going through that child honestly that yeah to me, subhanallah. definitely sometimes people just need to speak about things and then they feel yes. better so you know yeah. we're here to, to to grant you our ears if you need them yes. <laughs> <laughs> inshallah Okay, with that said then, I'm going to say salam alaikum to everybody. I hope you all have a blessed week, inshallah. Stay safe. And I, I look forward to hear back from you guys in, in your feedback. Um, I look forward to hear any suggestions or emails you have to drop me. Okay, let me repeat that. I'm just... I look forward to hearing any emails that you guys have for me. Can you tell I've been up since 5 a.m.? Yeah, you probably I'm can, so guys. Tired as well. <laughs> I'm just I'm so on. exhausted today. <laughs> okay, right, we're tired. We need we need sleep. We need sleep. Okay. Assalamu right. alaikum, guys.